And here we go. Wiggity wiggity whack. You little prick. She was only 15 years old. Oh. I'm walking out the front door with Jerry. Fuck me, that's mad. It's the School Groove Gents. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the School Groove Gents podcast. As always, I'm Chris Markovani. As usual, I'm Luke Davis. And it's your boy Jamie Kay. How's it going? Wiggity, 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 Boom time. Boom time. Who says boom time? No Armani, no Punani. As they say. What? Yeah, no, I was just thinking, I don't have any aftershave at the minute. I love having an aftershave. I like just to smell lovely. I recently bought myself some Prada Luna Rosa. Ooh. And it's gorgeous. It's so nice. And it's one of them that, you know, if you sprayed it on a jacket, and I mean like a proper jacket, one that you don't wash after every use, do you know mm. what I mean? So you, like, a, like a big a winter jacket. Like a, not, not a yeah, coat, yeah. like a, yeah. Like a, yeah. a camel coat. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I spray it on that if I'm going out. Fair. And I'll come to put that on the next time, and it's just... Great. It yeah. smells like you. Yeah, it just, just smells nicer. Feel it's like nice. When I was, uh, when I was like, all, just the whole way through my teenage years, I was just a basic white boy with Packer Van 1 million. Yeah. Oh, it, it was a rite of passage. It was an essential. Every other bastard smelled like it. So. I don't think I've ever had that. You know? What? Now yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Do I, went, I went from like Ben Sherman or whatever <laughs> to Hugo Boss. And, I, and I'm still on Hugo Boss. Ben. Hugo Boss is a shout. Though. Yeah, that's fair. Hugo yeah. Boss I've gone fine. through different scents. Ben Sherman. No, Ben Sherman. Yeah, it was a cracking one. I still love that. I, the, I, there's a bottle at home and it was the last like Ben Sherman bottle I have. And it's still got a tiny, tiny little bit of the aftershave left in it. And occasionally I'll go into my toilet at home and I'll find it in like a little pot of mm. things that we've got in our in our bathroom. Really and I'll take it out and just give it a wee sniff. I'm just like... Nostalgia. Oh, that smells like memories. Yeah, it's it crazy smells, the smells way it like smells. Like, I, it always happens to me during the summer. Um, because when it's really sunny and stuff, the air just has a smell about it that just reminds me of like holidays. Yeah. Especially when I was a kid. Sun cream. Yeah, or yeah, some things that yeah. it, it's in such a good smell because you're like if you think about any holiday you've ever been on, yeah. proper great. Packer about one million reminds me of being from about the ages. Ah, no, I'd say yeah, from about the ages of fourteen to about sixteen. Yeah, um, and being out with mates in. So obviously I'm I, I live in Wales, so I live in a very yeah. You're from Wales. I'm from Wales. Never knew that about you. Derby, and it'd be Luke. Be- sounds like gibberish to me. Yeah, I'm pissed. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, still so sounds more clearer than Chris whenever he's talking <laughs> at all. What the fuck are you on about? What the fuck? I don't appreciate that. You can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I I live in Wales. That's all. And uh, there's a lot of fields, and it just reminds me of being out playing football in the field, going camping, going camping in the fields, or sitting up cornice and playing football. Mm. You know, just using two jumpers as a goal. Cornish had goals actually. We went up in the world there. They were all posh. Um, reminds me actually. Sorry, just a quick big ups to Tom Harrison, who's a prolific listener oh, and yeah. loves this podcast, which we're all very happy about. Mm. Yes, yes we love repeat listeners. <laughs> and if you're a repeat listener, we, we love, love you. you yes. well. Yeah, Packer about a million. It fucking reminds me. Uh, I had say like I don't wait. 
my family weren't really, we weren't the richest family in the world, like, we weren't very, uh, like, that well off or whatever. So my mum, obviously, she's a prolific bargain hunter. Yes. Proper, fair play to her, she's a legend for it. And I remember she got me two bottles of this thing, it was called Axis, but she was like, so I got it for Christmas one year or whatever, and I was like, what's that? Here. So the woman said it smells just like Parker Obama one million, but I was able to get two price, two bottles, and I still had money for another one if I had bought you one bottle of Parker Obama one million. And then so much was it? Fucking 15 quid the bottle. I was like, right. And literally, like you smell, it did smell, I did to be fair, but the smell lasted all about of, three minutes. All of three I've minutes. I've got, I think I've got the exact bottle in my room there that I found in like a BM bag yeah. or something. As I'd got older and I'd smelt it and it just took me back to being 15 again. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I need that in my life, so I, I bought myself a bottle. Shit, that's a shot. Actually, I'm going to get a bottle of Parker of Armour Million oh, just so I can feel 15 again. Yeah, it'll last about five minutes in this house because I'd be. Well, I'll hide it. Yeah, job. Well, I'll take your product. And I'll raise you. Back her about one minute. Are you um, trading after shit? And I'll take no. Jamie's Ben Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> it's back home. There's uh, none left of it. Actually, one of my... <laughs> I always so. feel sad about the fact that one of my favourite, like, aftershaves... Hugo Boss. Again. They don't do anymore. I can't like remember what it was called. No, no. It, it was like... The bottle was like... <laughs> matte black and it had like blue text on it I can't remember what the name of it was but it's discontinued they don't do it anymore mm. and that scent is like I feel like that's my aftershave like that's the what when I first started wearing aftershave properly and going like yeah this is what I smell like mm. that was my bottle and it just you can't get it anymore see you know, I, go, I go through stages but I am someone who I think people associate with my smells and what I'm wearing at that time like mm. uh, our housemate Alicia um, the other day I'd come out, I hadn't worn Paco Rabanne, uh, not Paco Rabanne, sorry, um, Prada. Prada, Luna Rosa, for near on a year, yeah. you know, it was just short of a year, and I bought myself some and thought, oh fuck, I'll get some of that, um, and I'd come out in it, we were going out for some food, me and her, excuse me, and um, I walked out of uh, my bedroom into the, until you're ready, and she just looked at me, and just leant in a bit closer, and she was like, what are you wearing? Like, what aftershave is that? I said, oh, it's, it's this aftershave. And she was like, I haven't smelled that in the longest time. Oh, it reminds me of this. And I used to wear Davidoff Cool Waters. Oh, yeah. And I tried some of that on when I was back home. And um, I was at a party and a friend of mine was like, oh, this, that always reminds me of you. And I was like, oh, I, I loved, like, my, one of my favourites that they don't do anymore was, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was a diesel aftershave. I'm a diesel. I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of diesel. Only the Brave. No, the See, fist no, bottle. Yeah, no, it's yeah. before all that. Okay. Do you know, like, girls have got them Victoria's Secret spray yeah. bottles. Oh, it's yeah, like body one spray of them. Thing. It wasn't an aftershave. It was like a body spray, mm. yeah. And it was so nice. So nice. And they don't do it anymore. I remember when, when we were, like, 15, uh, Hollister opened, like, the first shop. Maybe 14. Opened the first shop in Belfast. And then, like, two weeks after that, Every cunt and her granny was kitted out head to toe in Hollister gear like, <laughs> and smelled like the shop. <laughs> Honestly, it was crazy. So then, when we were like 15, you'd go to these things that are called pre formals, yeah, which are like uh, to see to raise money to pay for the formal to subsidize the price of the ticket. So, for so us like it a prom, a pre prom in order to raise money to pay for your prom, for your prom. Yeah. yeah, so okay. they would book out like a bar. Uh, and if the bar found out it was a pre-formal, because pre-formal, you know what a pre-formal is. You know that these kids are 15, 16. 
If they find out, they'd shut it down and chuck everyone out. We went to this place called The Globe. It's closed down now. It's Tesco Express now. Heartbreaking. <laughs> Proper heartbreaking. Same when I seen it was Tesco's. Couldn't believe it. We used to go to The Globe, and I was everyone you knew. Like, everyone. And all the lads smelt like Hollister. Like, everyone was wearing Hollister. So you literally walked in, you're like, fuck me, it's the Solisher shop. All the lights obviously down because the nightclub. I'm like, am I in Hollister? I don't really know. Loads of stunning girls walking around yeah. just ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, very like Hollister. That, yeah, that happened a lot. Girls just ignoring you. Band drinks for girls that are never wearing you. Like, nightmare. Okay. Nightmare. <coughs> Pretty fun ones were laugh, though, because you just weren't old enough to be in the mindset to be in like a nightclub. It was your first experience of being in like a bar or a nightclub. And you were right, and like your mum would drop you off and wait around the corner to see if you got in. And if you got in, you'd text her, like, in, happy days. <laughs> and then obviously you didn't text her if you didn't go in because yeah. you'd just get back into the car and try to get you home and yeah. get in. And then she'd be like, fuck, them bouncers are a bunch of bastards. So <laughs> I'm like, well, they're just doing their job. I am 15, mum. You probably shouldn't be bringing me to this bar. <laughs> Super. I never, I didn't really drink then, um, which is weird. I never wanted to drink. My mum and dad were in the, in the in Belfast at all, just because if there's a possibility of them being home and me trying to pretend to be sober, even if I wasn't drunk, but trying to pretend like I wasn't just drinking in a park or in a bar oh, or anything like that. I used to be worst demon. Like we used to go camping. This is what I was saying. Mm. We used to go camping in, in like up in fields near us, up in woods and stuff like that. And I would go and I would get steaming. Like, and I used to, I, I was, I don't know why, but from a young age, I was a whiskey drinker, either a cider drinker or a whiskey drinker. Like, I'm like a, a raging alcoholic. I was yeah. either a cider drinker or a whiskey drinker, that was me. Were you in but, Chiwamba Wamba? Is that <laughs> What's their name? Is that so? Drink a whiskey drink, you drink a lager drink, you drink a pumpkin you drink a pumpkin drink. Oh. I didn't know, I didn't know. Chiwamba Wamba, what is that? Chiwamba Wamba. Chiwamba Wamba. Chiwamba Wamba? Is that right? I'm going to have to Google it's it now. It's called Tub Thumping, the song's called <laughs> Tub <laughs> Chumba Wumba Chumba Wumba Chumba Wumba I was right Chumba Wumba Yeah you drink I wasn't yeah. I wasn't in Chumba Wumba Okay sorry But you did drink all these Yeah I did drink my whiskey drink I drank my cider drink He drinks a whiskey drink He drinks a vodka drink He drinks a lager drink He drinks a cider drink Tune that That's a tune Oh uh, yeah Not down But I got up That's again. the song yeah You know we're going to keep me it out I didn't know that Learn something new every day Learn something every episode Tub yes. Thumping by Chumba Wumba. That's not an offer. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we'd go out and we'd I'll your tub. Oh, go ahead. Jesus. Quite a load of tub. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, yeah, so we'd go out. And this is a, an irrelevant story now. No, it's fine. We'd go out and, and, and a drink. I was, I was always steaming, but I feel like that was... I feel like that was something you just had to go through as a kid. You just you had yeah, to go out, you had to drink, you had to get drunk, you had to be in that area. I feel like it's made me the man I am today. I really do. See, I didn't really drink. I don't really remember ever getting drunk before coming to uni. What? Not really. Not in the way I get drunk now. Thank But Yeah, but like I... I didn't drink and I had no interest in drinking and nobody around me drunk and I and I just I didn't like it. I was yeah, like fair. you know, so somebody's gonna hand me a beer or a can of Coke and I'm gonna like the taste of Coke more, so I'd rather have the can, thank you very I much. Mean, you've been nursing this bottle here for about Yeah, an hour to be honest, see this thing sometimes beers just I'm not a fan. Sometimes I just drink them and I'm like, Yeah, maybe not. 
And sometimes However, I'll chug pints like there's no tomorrow's. However, you are a whiskey drinker. I love whiskey. Whiskey is absolutely bloody delicious. Whiskey, cider, vodka. Right, so if we were out, if you were out with me when we were kids, you'd have been rat ass most yeah, weekends. Yeah, would have been. Yeah. Thank it's God a... you grew up in Bristol. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> Jamie Keller coming to be. You'd be living on the streets. Jeez. Fuck it, I'm not that bad. No, I mean if he was there. <laughs> You could have one. Fucking guns. To be fair, my sister used to get drunk on like school fields and stuff. My parents know about this. Mm. Like it's not it's not a secret. Or well, I doubt it. Was she like twenty five? <laughs> yeah, so doesn't matter yeah. anyway. Um, like, no, what she... are you drinking on the school fields? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going. No, <laughs> like so she um like she used to go with all the high school mates and, and they'd share a bottle of cider on a on a field or something. Sure. And get drunk. You know what I mean? Like mm. that was that was a thing for them. And Luke's got his hand up, so he's got a very important point no. to bring up. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I was just stretching. Um, but no, when yeah, I worked in, when I worked in, uh, I, I used to be, I did a, a, a little bout in being a teaching assistant um, for a while, um, yeah. which was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I worked, in, I, like I left sixth form at the age of 18, obviously, when you leave sixth form. Um, did a bit of shit, not gonna lie. But um, I'm, but I'm in uni, so I'm doing okay now. Um, just in case anyone listening was worried. About <laughs> He's still alive. My future. Don't worry. Still going strong. Still doing good. But yeah, I used to work in uh, in high school, which was sort of like I did a few days there, which was sort of the rival high school to my high school. So I went to a high school called Flint High School, which was just you're all around public school. It was then. The Catholic high school, which was just a little bit down the road. Yeah. Um, well, that's where Chris would have gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> called the St. Richard Wayne. And there was sort of a, a pre-existing rivalry. By the time I got there, the rivalry had died down. Uh -huh. This It's a little bit like Ireland, actually. So when I got there, all they, they used to go out in the streets on their lunch and they used to fight each other and oh, this, that, yeah. and the other. But by the time I got there, it had all died down. But this is where there's hope for you. Because by the time I reached sixth form, we collaborated. So both of our Ooh, sixth forms joined together, okay. and we were one. We See? we were we were the sixth hub, is what we were, or, or something along those lines. Ooh. So that there's hope for everyone. Yeah, 100. Um, we're together. We all got to start somewhere, aren't you? Yeah. But yeah, so I'm a teacher. Well, yeah, so I was. I I went to sixth form, and I didn't. I didn't have any lessons down at Saint Richard Gwynn, um, which we called the Dicky. The Saint Richard Gwynn used to call the Dicky. So if you heard me oh, refer to it as yeah. that, yeah, then that's what I'm doing. Yeah, um, tricky Dicky. I'm going mad. Um, but yeah, so I I had a few shifts down uh, uh, down at Dickie, and I was and I would even though I just left, like I've completely lost my train of thought. After you just left, the uh, yes, you're sorry, I, I'd left, I'd left when I was eighteen and something like that. But going and seeing kids come in on a Monday morning and be hanging and be talking, and you could hear them. You, I, I would be an eighteen year old. I'd still doing. I'd bump into some of them when I was out and um, yeah. out in the club pubs drinking underage and stuff like that. And, um, and obviously you were drinking underage. I wasn't. I was eighteen. Um, but yeah, and you would see them, and I have completely lost where I'm. I, I, just, just we'll just talk about something else because I okay. just my, you were a teaching assistant. You've seen these cons out drinking when they shouldn't have been. Yeah, and so you I, had just come out of sixth form. I also, I also used to work in a primary school as well. Okay, um, and I and hope that, you didn't see. No, them I didn't see any of that. Jesus, <laughs> but I, I love that. I, I'm just going to take it this way. But I love that as a job, working in a school, being. Because I, I never got on with teachers in yeah. high school. I didn't. In primary school, I, was, I wasn't I was quiet by no stretch, Jesus. But um, in high school, I, I had too much to say for myself. I was right. Mm. You were wrong. Yeah. And even though you're... Like, I didn't like this whole... Um, this When people expect respect from you. I do a job 
I am older than you. I have authority over you. That was my big one. A, oh, a yeah. massive. I was I was a little bastard growing up, so being in trouble with the with the police, and I almost gained a um, a false mistrust of authority, if you like. I always felt like if they if they had power over you, they were always had to get you. They always okay. wanted to fucking dumb you down and okay. this that and the other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't like that. Um, obviously, authority like that just comes with with teaching. I mean, when I in primary schools, when kids are trying to take the piss out of me, I remember once I actually got. Uh, I swore in a primary school. Is this when you were teaching? Yeah, I was teaching. I wasn't in primary school. I wasn't just in a primary school <laughs> swearing at kids. I'm not a monster. Um, but yeah, and I swore in a primary school. A kid had done something and I was like, oh, he's a little shit. And he was like, oh, I'm going to tell on you. And I could result to nothing else except for being like, well, I heard you swear before in that other classroom. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you swore. And you Tell on me, I'm going to tell on you too. <laughs> I resulted that I was a little five year old. He wasn't five, he was seven. Um, not that that makes it any better. But I was a little seven year old in that class going, you know, if you. Actually, was he seven? How old are you in year five? Seven. Um, eight, nine. Yeah, so he was, he was old enough to be called a little shit. He was being a little shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was yeah. like, if you tell on me, I'll tell on you. And then resulted to blackmail, so it was, yeah. well, you're, you're just a kid. So if you go and tell the teacher that I've swore, and I tell her actually I heard him swore, and he's just telling you I swore because I told that I, I told him I was going to tell you that I heard him swore. If you could keep up with that, I'd be impressed. But I resulted to that, and so we both just looked at each other and we've got each other's back. <laughs> no one is going to say a single thing. Honestly, yeah. it was it was that unspoken thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there a brotherhood? Have you kept in touch? What's he doing? Do you know what that's interesting? Yeah, you know the high school picture. Yeah. It's interesting that you talk about that where you were like really, you know, you didn't, not that you didn't respect the teachers, but you were very much like, I don't get why I have to respect you just because you're a teacher. Yeah. Um, and it's all very earned and that kind of thing. And I, I was the exact opposite in, in high school, obviously, because, you know, I was, I was a very polite, you know, shy nerd. So that was just kind of my thing. I just put up with teachers and just, I was like, yeah, I expect a teacher to teach me and that's it. And I, I don't. It doesn't matter. Like, I, yeah. I just go in and go on with the lesson. But, I know exactly what you mean because there was this one geography teacher and uh, his last name was Hill and he was a geography teacher. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious! Hilarious. Wiggity, wiggity, what? Hello! Put that oh, keyboard man. away. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this teacher... Perfect youth. I don't even remember what this guy did. I don't remember what what annoyed me or anything. Jesus. What Come on. What did Mr. Hill do? I don't know. I don't know. He taught but either way, he pissed me off and I lost my respect for him. So I decided, fuck this guy. I don't give a fuck. Your okay. lesson's a load of shit. I don't like you and I'm not going to pay attention. I'm not going to try because you're an asshole teacher and I have no time for you. And I did complete arse in that class. It was year eight geography and I did rubbish and I didn't give a crap and because I just didn't respect the teacher at all. Because he, he, he some, something he did and the way he spoke to me and, and whatever, just something happened and it just set me at odds with him and I just had no... I felt no obligation to put up with him whatsoever. See, you learned a very valuable lesson there. Mr. Hill did you a favour and that was... Excuse me. Um, that was that nobody does absolutely shit all in the year eight geography lesson. I mean, I got <laughs> I got told off um, 
in the parents' evening because I went to um, three geography lessons in a whole term, which obviously, like, it was just sort of, a, I can't really be asked. There's things I can be doing in drama, and I'm going to mm. be an actor, and everyone would laugh and go, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, so look at me now, dickhead. Um, yeah, I'm on a podcast sat in a bedroom in Manchester and I'm steaming your prick I'm doing well for myself we're going to start somewhere (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell this is going up the rails but yeah no one does that if if there is anyone anyone listening to this podcast who I was in school with who left who I can't even remember her name Miss something I can't remember or, or whoever who left and started studying geography please get in touch because I would love to know what went wrong in your life for you to go and start studying fucking geography. Because geography lessons are shit, and we learned nothing in them. See, Throughout. I would disagree, because we had another geography teacher in our high school who was an absolute legend, who was the best teacher in the school, who everyone loved, and everyone loved having his lessons. I mean, we had one of them, again, who was, sorry to interrupt, but who was a geographer, Mr. Bellis, who started off as like a geography history teacher, because they always teach the, the geography and history. Oh. Yeah, geography teachers don't just teach geography. Like, no way, no. they teach PE as well. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly the same. Which yeah. tells you this, yeah. the geography is that shit. No one's going to want to know about it. No one's going to want to learn it, right? Yeah. They so, want to play football yeah, instead. Yeah, do PE. Have something going for you. <laughs> other than the fact that you talk about volcanoes and hills. Mr. Hill. Mr. Hill. Mr. Hill. See, like... Mr. Hill was actually all right. I just didn't like him at all. I just completely disagreed with how he taught and... I had no respect for him whatsoever, but he's an alright guy, and you know. See, I didn't like. Just if you're listening, Mr. Hill. <laughs> I was lucky. Like a lot of my teachers were quite signed. The nuns, weren't they? No. <laughs> um, the Pope was your head teacher, uh, wasn't he? Uh, I wish. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Sister Katrina. <laughs> Sister Ursula, actually. Um, Sister Ursula. She was my principal from for the first three years of secondary school. But no, my job if you teach her right, this guy absolutely legend uh mr oh my god i had his name there mr no it's gone it'll come did back did you say me. it before no no um who fought it you bastard it's um, always you it's always you <laughs> right so this teacher not naming any names but yeah um it's always you. what the fuck is his name don't know uh mr wilson mr wilson, wilson. right <laughs> absolute <laughs> legend right he, he, he i don't know where he was from his favourite word in the world was folks. So I remember in class, this is how shit I thought geography was. I used to take tallies on how many times he said, Do you know one class in 35 minutes? He said folks 70 times. Fuck. No off. word of a lie. I Jesus. fucking counted it. On my book, on my book, I counted 70 times. And he always used to. Because it was kind of about geography, he put on the day after tomorrow. There's a movie oh, about the end oh, of the world. Yeah, no, yeah. my teacher did the exact same thing. But yeah. the thing was, we had cool. <laughs> that so was seventy. How many times? Seventy. Seventy times. Thirty-five minutes. Mm. That's two folks a minute. Yeah, it's two folks a minute. Hundred percent. That's, a lot of, we were that's an awful lot of folks. Too many folks. Because he was like, right, Too folks, just folks. get out your books, there, folks. And we're going to do this, folks, and then. Yeah. Folks, are you listening in the back? Like, it just constantly, if, if he was going to say something, he'd say folks at the start. But yeah, Day After Tomorrow, he always used to play it. But the thing was, I've never seen the end of Day After Tomorrow <laughs> because these classes were 35 minutes long. Yeah. And if we put it on, we'd watch 35 minutes of it and then 
like, the bell would go and you'd leave, you'd go to the next class. Then the next time you had geography, he'd do something different, and then maybe a few weeks later he put on the day after tomorrow. Okay, have you seen this? No, just so you didn't have to get to the end of it. Yeah. So he would put it on, because once he puts on a movie, you're just going to sit, do whatever you want. So I've seen the first, the first 35 minutes of a day after tomorrow, a lot of time, <laughs> but I, I don't know what happened. 70 times! <laughs> Folks, like... Yeah. Mad bastard. Do they ever get to the day after tomorrow? I don't know. I haven't seen it. You don't know? <laughs> don't know. Just veering off here. Yeah. Talking about like teachers and people of a higher power mm. hierarchy and this Authority. Order. Authority and my mistrust of authority when I was a teen. When I was an adolescent. Mm-hmm. Um, views, thoughts, feelings, anarchy. What do you mean? What are your views, thoughts, or feelings? On I don't really know. Shall we define anarchy? Please, because I don't know. Anarchy is a state of disorder due to absence or non-recognition of authority or other controlling systems. Or an absence of government and absolute freedom of the individual <coughs> regarded as a political ideal. Um. So essentially, if you just turn around and reject government... Okay. Governance in its entirety. But surely anarchy would mean everyone going against the government. Yeah, um, you would be an anarchy would be a complete breakdown of society in in theory. Okay. But it should sure, also be a just good be thing. A See, rejection. I was going to say, but even that, a breakdown of society, everyone goes, oh shit, that'd be horrendous. But is it, would it be that much of a bad thing? Like, I, I haven't. I know what I think and feel about it. I'm interested to see what you guys think. Well, what do you think and feel about it? And then I'll tell you. I don't, th- I don't feel like it'd be the worst thing in the world. I feel like things aren't going that great at the moment. In, 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 I'm talking this country. Uh, I'm talking uh, United Kingdom, not Ireland. Um, Ireland. <laughs> yeah. I just, there's pressing them buttons. Um, He's on the keys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like, see that now. See, no, I have my doubts. I feel like it'd be a good thing. Why would it be a good thing? <laughs> See, but the thing because is... everyone's got so much to complain about. Everyone has got everyone has got their problems with the government and pro- that aren't going to get sorted by them. Um, they're not. It's not going to happen. Not going to do it. Mm. If they were, sh- they were to close down the NHS, they're going to do it regardless as to what we want. Yeah. I mean, on the last episode, we spoke about voting with Boatface yeah. and that little idea of oh, the the public can choose what they want to call it, so we wanted to call it voting with Boatface, and they went, no, we don't like that. That's a prime example. Yeah. We'll give you a vote on what you want. Go on, you vote. Who do you want in power? This person. And I don't believe that that is the people who get voted in power. I don't. Ah uh, no, no. No, I don't. I don't. Oh, think, I don't know. I. Don't. That's a proper conspiracy. That's no way. I do not think that. Just tell me this. Do you, so do you think that America actually voted Hillary Clinton in as president, but they were like, fuck it, we'll, we'll give it to Donald Trump? What do you Arguably mean? Arguably that did happen. Yeah. But like, what? no, there's reason for my, my thought. Like, uh, like I've spoken about it on previous podcasts, that um, the candidate with the most money always gets in power. Yeah. yeah. He's obviously always going to benefit the country in itself. I get that, but, but if people, people have to vote... That, is that not the whole thing of democracy? Yeah, people that's gotta it. vote, so yeah. therefore, if people vote for them, then they get in power. Well, you would think that—that's my point. So you would yeah. think that if you vote for it, well, they no, get in. I have no well, reason. I would to think say otherwise. the point—the point here is you vote to put someone in power, and then they're in power, and all your power of voting is gone then for four years. Yeah. No, you have so, no more say now. You can okay. Who do you want this? All right, yeah. Yep, stick him in the chair. Right, now you've done your bit now. And like, He's going to make the decisions. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like, the go- like the people can't turn around 
and go, actually, this president or this prime minister or whatever isn't doing so well, let's vote them out. Yeah. The government has to decide to vote themselves out. The government has to decide that they want to allow the people a vote to sort out the government. That's if it that as well. Sense. You have to be allowed your vote. You have to be. You are told when you can vote and when you can't. But why can't every now and again when things are going shit and mistakes happen, mistakes like Brexit, why can't people then turn around and go, actually, can we do a revote? We're, we're not happy with this. We've actually thought about it and we're, we're thinking about the consequences. Can we, can we do it? No. You made your decision. Now you will sit with it. Why? I struck... No, I, see, to be fair, to, just, I'll disagree with you there because you I disagree think... disagree with me, boy. I think if you're given a vote, people voted for Brexit, therefore Brexit has to happen. I think that's democracy and that's the way it works. Therefore, you can't be like, oh, shit, we didn't realise that was going to happen. Oh, no, no, no. Give us it back. You can't do that. That's democracy. Yeah, I know there was. Be... I know there was, like, big information given by, like, Nigel Farage and Boris Johnson. I get that. If but, you're, but yeah, you, if you're stupid to enough to believe line. that, then then that's your own stupid fault. Well, then. And the majority <laughs> of the country believe that. So, therefore, they voted for Brexit. Therefore, that's why it's happened. See, no, I, I personally can't think of... Any way you try and explain this and you think, right, well, anarchy is a state of, you know, having no no man in power, if you like, in regards to having, like, a, a hierarchy, somebody up there in... Excuse me. Like these beers and making mm -hmm. gassy. Um, repeating on you. They're repeating on me. What do you say? Uh, yes. Uh, so it's a state of not having that, um, that higher power. But then, uh, for me, like, when I try and... Think about it. I say, okay, that won't work. It, it, this isn't working. Obviously, it's just my opinion. I'm but saying. What's not working? What do you mean? This whole government thing, having a government. Okay. A, you know, you say, all right, that's not going too well. It's going all right. I mean, there's countries in much worse situations. Um, but there's countries in much better situations. Precisely. They're all following the same thing. We are a world living in this. Yeah. Living the in majority of the world's democracy, but mm. some democracies are better than others. But why? Why Why has there been no sit down and we look at that and go, well, yours worked really well, ours isn't working that well. Let's the politicians who are in power. Because they're never going to turn around and go, actually, the system that we exist entirely within is kind of wrong, so yeah. sorry about that, everyone. We're going to sort it out now. Yeah, it will no. never, ever happen. And I, and I know what you're saying. It should happen. People should, the government should be able to turn around and go, well, maybe this is kind of stupid. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Like, maybe this maybe this system is just a little bit wrong. Broken. And, and maybe it could be streamlined a bit or maybe improved a little bit, but it's just not because it's the government and that's how it works. Mm. And that's just the established system. Like, again, there's definitely... There's arguments on both sides. Well, what, what you're saying about anarchy, would that not be, like, a revolution, like a rebellion? Yeah. Okay. Sure, but, I mean, I, I don't think there would ever be proper anarchist revolution purely because most um, revolutions happen because of a common goal uh, because people want to establish something like usually it's for a dictatorship and people want to establish a democracy so they have a revolution to establish it and there's actually a huge problem with revolutions in that they're usually made up of many different groups who all want their own goal yeah. they all want what they want but Say they have a common goal of, we want to remove this dictator from power. Right, we're all going to do that. And then it happens. And what happens next? What do we set up? And I think 
and an anarchy-based revolution would simply never happen because people wouldn't know what they were actually fighting, fighting for. Yes, which, is my, which was going to be my next point. It would happen, there would be something, and then there would be, right, well, what next? Because this is all we've ever known. Exactly. For so long, mm-hmm. this is all we've ever known. Well, what now? And my, personally, my problem with, with anarchy is I, I don't trust people. No. I don't, like, people, people are kind and people can be good and I think everyone has a certain level of empathy in them. But I think on the whole, and maybe this is just my own skewed perception of the world, but I think on the whole, most people are kind of shit. People are selfish. People look over their own uh, things that they they need specifically to them. Yeah. Therefore, if, if you say you have a common goal, it's never going to be... Like in in regards to this country that we're in right now, there's there's no there's never gonna be a common goal because you're gonna have people against you. Well, even even in government itself, the the idea of a government is that it exists to help run a country and make a country run the best way possible. And there is so much division in that idea, in the idea That's of everybody's about. here in this government to make this country better, to and work together. all they do yes. is argue with each other. And, and bicker, divide each other. I was going to say argue, public opinion. Say bicker because they're yeah. fucking, they're like kids and that. Do you ever watch? Do you ever watch sometimes like prime minister's questions or something like that? And like they all just shout at each yeah, other. Yeah, someone says something, they'll all just go. And I speak It's fucking mental. And like you are crazy. What the fuck? You are mental to the people running this country and, and, and you're disagreeing. And you act like a bunch of babies. Proper most babies. Of the time. Proper yeah. crazy. It, it melts my head all that fucking... Politicians are fucking liars. Yeah. And fiends. And a bunch of bloody bastards. But yeah, but I... I anarchy kind of scares me. Because... Just, I, I don't know, I, I don't trust anybody else. Like, I, I don't trust politicians, well, but what? I wouldn't trust anybody else either. Yeah, fair. Well, what we're taught about anarchy, like what I've always known anarchy to be is chaos, madness. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, it was complete anarchy. Like, there was no control. Yeah. There's no control. That's kind of what it is. Therefore, if you did have an anarchy thing, like a revolution, yeah. well, then you're going to have no control over it. Therefore, exactly. Yeah. So, and if you do have control over it, then there's no really anarchy. Exactly. Yeah. So then the, you can't you can't win there. So it's it's fucked either way. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. It's fucked. Um, I like is, the symbol though. The symbol's cool. Yeah, the symbol's yeah. pretty badass. The A with a circle in the middle of it. Yeah. Back to basics. Yeah, the symbol's cool though. <laughs> yeah, I I believe in anarchy. Just I like the, the aesthetic. Yeah, if I could wear a t-shirt with that on it. Yeah. Oh, imagine being on me wearing all t-shirts with that on it. People look cool as fuck. Yeah, but it'd be scary because I'd be like, who the fuck? What are they on about? <laughs> what are they actually... What's this army actually doing? I'd be one of them. I'd be like, yeah, fight the power. If you get Russell Brand on this next week, I feel like you could... It, I feel like we're not educated enough. Yeah, I'll just ring him up. I've got him on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm not educated enough to have a conversation with Russell Brand because he just uses big words that sometimes I don't really understand. So I'd be fucked. Be well. Completely fucked. Yeah. Goose. Um, what? I've got the word on my sheet of paper. I keep notes. But on, I've got idealistic written down. Why did I write that down? Idealistic. Well, it's this idea of... Huh, the idea of idealistic society. Like, essentially, 
you can plan for any kind of society in the world. You can say communism will be like this and it will do this, this and this for everyone and it'll be fantastic. Or you can say uh, a libertarian society where, you know, there is rich people and they run everything but they do everything to benefit everybody and there's no selfishness or greed and it's all idealistic. Like, the idea behind that is just ridiculous because there's always going to be problems. Like, like Russell Brand himself, he, he, he talks, like, well, funnily enough, to get in the mood for our podcast, we were watching a bit of Joe Rogan's podcast with him having Russell Brand on. Yeah. And Russell Brand spoke about how, like, society should be minimised. It shouldn't be on a... It shouldn't be governed on such a huge scale as it is. It should be local and people should decide what happens with their local hospitals and their local schools and it should be decided on a on a much more micro level. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Yeah. And and I think that's a good idea. That's a really idealistic society where, where people decide what happens to them in their community. I think that's a good idea. The problem is, if you divide a country into just working through local groups and there's no one really in charge governing everything, yeah, a country that does have somebody in charge of everything, who runs everything, could just come in and fuck all that up. Yeah, no problem. I, yeah. We've made that mistake in the past, maybe, and that's why we decided to run with the, the way that things are done. As well, well. Uh, yeah. people, that, that, like, you're always to get uh, stronger together. Like, uh, what is it? Power in numbers. Oh, yeah, safety in numbers. Safety in numbers, that's, yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, I feel like, I, 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 like, the likes of, it, like, a revolution or, like, anything like that, like a rebellion of any kind, it would be very suited uh, in these days t- to do such a thing because you're able to communicate with so many more people nowadays. You're, you're able to communicate with so many more people because of, like, social media and stuff, like Twitter, Facebook, like, a lot of, like, um, like political rallies or rallies in the, uh, of any kind yeah. are organised through Facebook, like Facebook events, and they invent, uh, invite different people and all the rest of it. So you're, you're given more of a platform to reach the type of people that you want, and therefore you maybe have more chance. Speaking of Twitter and social media, we have our own Twitter and Instagram now. It, the handle is at School Groove. If you want to follow us, please do. We'll have photos of us or other stuff. Twitter. Horrendous one of me on Instagram today, if you want to laugh at that. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, any picture of you is unfathomable. Ouch. Whoa! Whoa! Got him! I'm kidding, Luke. You're a good-looking man. Yeah, but follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Keep updated Mm. with everything. Mm. What are you doing? (laughs) Sorry, me and Luke were just making out. No, Keep. we fucking weren't. Would you put yes, some we clothes were. on? Did you not hear us? Oh, um, everybody else did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, follow us on those uh, platforms. Because those social media platforms, because we, we sit here and we slate social media and what that does to society and, and, and the negative sides of it. And all we're going to do is we're going to fucking throw this podcast at you yeah. via that, because you're always fucking looking at if it. If we didn't have social media, we wouldn't have a podcast. Exactly. We, well, we would have a podcast, but it would just be us three listening to it. Yeah, yeah just, true. Which was kind of what it was before we actually started recording it. Yeah, it's true. We just record it and send it to each other through infrared. We'd say yeah, have yeah. to keep our phones dead closely. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's really funny? There is actually a lost is it actually podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's funny. There's yeah. a lost oh, yeah. podcast. We, we recorded one, 
Like ages ago. Ages ago. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. Oh, you remember the first one? The very, very first one. Is uh, it well, it's not lost. It's well, just not going it on can't the see the light of day. It, it needs to stay buried. However, there is an actual lost podcast. Oh, yeah. oh there is. Yeah, episode yeah. Four, I think. With Connor Hewitt. With Connor Hewitt that we recorded and lost, which was arguably the best episode we've yeah. ever done. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt so bad for Connor because we had him here, and he was proper. Like maybe in the first time Connor was here, he didn't really say as much as he really wanted to. I don't know. He was just more. Just took a back seat in it. Yeah. And was just like uh throwing in a few things here and there. But in this episode he proper came out of a shell. Came out of a shell and he, he loved it and uh it deleted immediately. School groove, the lost episode. Lost episode. Nobody oh, mad if we were able to get that back. It would go up tomorrow. Yeah. It would be fantastic. But yeah, lost episode. Anyway, follow us on social media. Um so here's a point for you, lads. Go ahead. It's an interesting uh, philosophical thing. Interesting what? Um, essentially, there is there is a school of philosophical thought which argues that nothing you can ever do can really be good. That nothing that any human can ever do can ever be selfless. Selfless? Yeah. You mean selfless? You can do good things, but it ah. wouldn't be selfless. Is that what you mean? Yes. But, like, if you do a good thing, are you really doing a good thing because it's a good thing? Or are you doing a good thing because it makes you feel, it good. Makes you feel good to do a good thing? Yeah. Like, it's, I, I think it's an interesting thought because it's like, you know, obviously... That's a good point. I don't think anybody... Like, I think there are people who aren't selfish. There are people who are completely selfless. And I don't think these people... I don't think some people you can say, this person does loads of really great things and is a fantastic person, but really it's all selfish because they're all doing it just to make themselves feel good about themselves. I think that's a bit I think that's a very disingenuous. Negative. Yeah, that's it's a very, a very negative. negative view on things. But I think it's it's an interesting point because you do do good things because they make you feel good. A lot of the time you do, but but see, I think like the likes of like charity and stuff. If you do something for charity, are you doing it for that charity specifically? Are you doing it? Because a lot of the time now things are on. Like if you do something for charity, it's posted on Facebook and stuff like that. That you done this and you done that, and that's brilliant. And people are like, "Oh my god, it's, that's brilliant!" It's to let people know how good of a person you are. Well, you, do you think that is? Well, I think for some people it is. For some, yeah, absolutely. But then, but then to turn around, like, I don't think, I don't think anybody has the right to turn around and just go, "Oh well, I think this person does all this good stuff," but really it's all self-centered anyway yeah like if somebody does good things then they do good things and that should be the end of it I think but yeah well you, you have to think of like um, no people who uh, donate organs if you d- donate organs to like a stranger or something um, then you are like proper an, a proper nice person and I feel like you're not doing it for yourself because you're putting yourself at risk of complications in surgery sure. or death or whatever yeah 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 but then the argument is, how good are you going to feel when you know somebody's got that organ and you've helped someone? That's going to make you feel fantastic. Yes, it is. But I feel like that maybe is just an added extra. Sure. Because I feel like... like but, can you, but can you ever say that subconsciously that's not why you do it? 
Mm. Like it's a difficult thing. Like like honestly, it's 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 a, a point you can argue back and forth forever because it's because it's, it's uh, you know it, it it's it's one of those things that you can't really ever settle. But um, the thing is, like you think about, it, you give like someone a present or something, you don't have to do that. No, but it makes you feel good. But are you doing it because it makes you feel good? There's no such thing as a selfish good deed if you've watched Friends. Self, selfless. Selfless good deed, that's what I said. No, yeah, yeah. exactly. This, this is exactly the thing we're talking about. But, but the thing is, like, yeah, if you give someone a present, I feel like a lot of the time you're doing it for their reaction and to make them happy. And it's not really about you because if you're giving someone a present, like, you're not getting a good feeling about the fact that you've given them a good present. I feel like you... Okay, yeah, I know what but you mean. But do you not you... feel better because you've made them feel good by getting them a gift? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's just not an extra to, to make another person feel happy. Yeah. Well, like I say, I, I, I don't feel one way or the other on this. I think, you know, if people do good things, that's good. Yeah. Good for them. For the reasons for them doing the good thing is, is relatively pointless so long as they do good things. But, I don't know. It's a thing to consider. Mm. What do you think? Do you think there's a such thing as a... A completely selfless act. No. Really? No. I don't think there is. Because it, we're too, like, we're too involved. Like, of course we're going to feel good. We're going to feel, ah, oh, you ever got some of the present and thought, oh, I can't wait to give that to them. Like, oh, I cannot wait to give them that present. Yeah. It's going to make them feel great. But you're going to feel better for doing so. Have you ever done something for someone, helped, helped out, you know, stayed a bit longer in work so someone could leave a bit earlier? You're gaining money off that. They get to leave and spend time with their family. And yeah. Do you get what I mean? No. Oh, In a nutshell. I don't know. I feel like it's just a very negative way of looking at things and to look at those type of acts. Because I feel like there's some such genuinely lovely people that just are out there to make the world a better place and just be nice people. Yeah. And, and I'd say I've met a lot of people who are just lovely and would do anything for you. Like, I work, the place I work, like, your birthday, we had a party and I was meant to be working the whole day. I was meant to finish at, like, 10, right? And gone into work. I like So I was working 12 till 10 and gone into work. I was really pissed off because I was like, it's a surprise party and I'm not going to be there and, like, I should be there. It's fucking my best mate's birthday and I'm not going to be there. And immediately, like, I told the girls I work with, what the crack was and this girl Jasmine I work with absolute legend like heart of gold was like immediately she started work at nine I was like I'll cover your shift that's fine no no you definitely you're not missing that so you're going and I feel like there was no part of her that was doing that for her because she's making a big sacrifice there and she's working a 13 hour shift just for me so I can I can be there for your birthday but she's still benefiting from it because she, she feels good money. about it. She makes more money. Regardless of the money, she's not doing it for the money though. She, she really isn't. She's she's doing it for me because if 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 one of the managers say regardless of the fact that I had to go to your party and I was going to stay anyway, I was going to do my shift. Say at five o'clock when she was meant to finish, one of the managers came up to her and was like, "Sorry, we're really short staff. Would you be able to stay longer?" She'd most likely say no, because why would she? Because she's but that wouldn't make her feel as good if she stayed because of that as opposed to you saying oh I really need I really want to go to this party and her saying well I'll help you out there you can go to that and knowing that you're going to have a good time 
Actually, your no, day is, and so. your day has been made as a result of her actions. Then she feels good about that. And and I get what you're saying. It's a really negative way of looking at the world because it turns all good things into bad things. Not necessarily bad things, but more selfish things. It take, exactly, it takes away from the good thing. Yeah, which which I don't like that much. I I I don't like turning the world into a more selfish place based on perspective, but. Yeah, like I, I would rather people. I, I prefer to think of people doing good things because they want to do good things, and it's nice to do good things. But you can't kind of deny it. Do you know what but, I mean? But what you're saying, so what you're saying, you can't deny it. Is like saying that there, everyone is out to make themselves feel better, and that's why they do good things. Which I strongly disagree with. I really don't, don't think that's right. I think there's just genuinely lovely people who just want to be nicer to the person beside them and their neighbour their work colleague yeah of course do you know what I mean of course but they still feel good about it I get that but like I said I'm not saying that that's the reason they do yeah. it I'm just saying that there's no such thing as a selfless good deed no I feel like it is selfless I, f- I feel like it is a selfless selfless act because you're not thinking about yourself you just get that nice feeling because you know you've done something good but no. I feel like if you didn't get, get that good feeling, are you saying if you didn't get that good feeling of, oh, I've done something nice, if you didn't have that feeling, would no one, would everyone be a dickhead and not do anything nice ever? Don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's a, it's a proper philosophical question now. Like, that's something that people have talked about and discussed for years and will continue to talk about and discuss for years. Yeah. We're not going to settle it on this podcast. Sorry, everyone, to let you down. But we're I'll not settle it. Everyone's it. lovely. Whoever does nice things. Jasmine, you're a fucking legend. Thanks for that. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, I do appreciate it. Yeah. Massively. But yeah, but it's, it, I don't know, it's one of those interesting things. Yeah, it is. Do you know what? I think um, this is completely off that topic. Fair enough. Uh, I'm just thinking about what we're actually doing right now. We're given the platform to just talk and give our opinions about different stuff. Whatever we want to give our opinions on, we're able to give our opinions on that. And we're able to um, distribute the recording of us uh, describing our opinions and, and our feelings on certain topics to so many different people. Do you know what I mean? We're like not forcing our opinion on people, but people are listening to our opinions and could be influenced by that opinion. And that's all just, like, podcasts, I think, are just such a good idea. They're so they're so different from a radio show, I feel. Because a radio show... Has music. But, yeah. <laughs> but some don't. Has production values? Yeah, that too. But, no, like, it has... It, like, obviously, you're censored, and all this swear on the radio, shit like that. And you're not really... Like, if you work for a... Say you work on BBC Radio 1, 2, 3, or 4... Five Live, Radio Five Live. And six. And six, right? So, if you work for the BBC, say, if you give an opinion, then you're almost representing the BBC there. So you can't give an opinion because then that opinion will be reflected upon the BBC. As if that's their opinion on stuff. If you work for a company, then you essentially have to align yourself with whatever their agenda is, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be, whatever whatever they decide you have to agree with yeah otherwise you can't really work 
for that company, if that exactly. makes sense. Or it, it becomes a difficult environment to work yeah. in if you disagree. And that's why I'm saying podcasts are just such a good way of being able to express your opinions on stuff um, and just like get your opinion out there, whether it's right or wrong. Like, it's opinions a are like assholes, mate. Everyone's got them. Yeah, 100%. But, like, what we do, I love doing it just because, well, we live here, we talk shit anyway, so we might as well record it. Um, but I, I love getting, like, feedback from different people. Oh, I love it. It's proper weird, though, yeah. because you forget that you said that, or you spoke about that, or you did whatever. And just to hear that other people are enjoying it as well, and that other people are doing this, they're yeah. speaking like we are. And because the reason we, we started this was, well, we're three students that sit and talk about the world and its wife and what goes on in our thoughts and feelings and opinions on the world. Mm-hmm. And we just sat and thought, we can't be the only three assholes that sit and do this. Yeah. Let's put it out there and see how many more people do it. So when you come back at us and you say, oh, I really like this bit that you did, or even, oh, I'm not too keen on that bit, we take that on board. Yeah. We really like that. 100%. Absolutely. We're fans of the fans, are we not? Of course. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's all about, you know, getting more opinions out there and more talking about things and... and in a way, that's 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 why we have uh, the social media now. We have Twitter and Instagram. It's not just to promote the, the podcast and get people listening. It's also to get feedback from people. Yeah. It's not just us putting out stuff. It's to get back feedback yeah we and, want people yeah. to talk back to us and go well about yeah. this and yeah exactly and what gets your back up what what do you want to talk what do you what are your shower thoughts yeah what do you wash first no um, <laughs> what yeah what you, that. and that only makes sense if you listen from the first yeah. episode only um, if you're a diehard fan <laughs> <laughs> only if you're a super fan but yeah we um, yeah we we like it and we take on board what people say and, and you know when we try and make the podcast as good as good as we can to make it more enjoyable it's nice it's like we want people to enjoy it but we also you know hopefully it makes you think about things too yeah and what I like about it and like I don't know what other podcast people do um we do very little preparation yeah we just talk we sit we get some beers in and yeah. we sit and we speak well I remember one night um can't remember when it was but for one of the podcasts I remember we weren't even planning on doing one and we just kind of all sat down in our positions ready yeah. to do the podcast so every time we do this podcast we're sat in a certain formation I'm sat opposite Chris Jamie's to the left of me on the, the keys yeah in front of the laptop he's on the keys and the mic's just in the middle and obviously our studio base is always set up and we sat down and just assumed the position and got into conversation and we thought well let's just hit record but yeah. we'll release it in the week do you know what I mean and yeah. that's it's good and it, like I, this is something we do a lot not the podcast we sit down and we speak we'll have a drink and we'll discuss we'll talk about things we'll I, I read this on the on the internet the other day I just want to get your opinion on yeah. it what do you feel about this how does this make you feel what do you think about that that is good I, I think it's just good for people in general to hear other people's opinions and, and just to know what else is going on in the world I'm not Absolutely. saying like a news broadcaster but no. we talk about things and and it's important to know and have your own opinion on things. Yeah. It's important. Expand your horizons yeah, and, and, and see how other people think and stuff. Like, I, I love doing this mainly because... You love the sound of your own voice. <laughs> no, I hate the sound of my fucking own voice. It's awful. I don't know why we did a podcast. <laughs> Should have did a silent movie. Um, but no, I, I just love that, that we're able to just sit down and talk about... Because, every, like, 
I, I strongly believe every day is a school day. Like, you learn something new every single day. And doing this, I learn way more than I ever would on a normal day. Yeah. Because anything could come up. Anything in the world could come up in conversation and, and just talk. And we're taking advantage of the information that we've got at the disposal. The, the, I'm pissed now. At our disposal. Put uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. that decade. Yeah. At the disposal of our fingertips, if you will. So, being able to just think of something, he's off now, he's, he's cracking, isn't he? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but you are. Um, After my own joke. I know. Someone's oh. got him. Um, yeah, yeah. If you don't and laugh, ju- you'll cry. Mm. Just that whole, you've got the world at your fingertips. <laughs> you fucker. Where are you your got, fingertips? Yeah, you've got the world at your fingertips. What Jamie does, what you don't. Yeah, we don't touch it. Um, <laughs> or the laptop. Fuck off. Do you mean put their dick away? And sometimes this happens, and this is nice, a nice little break away from shitty conversation about politics and stuff like that, because we're very aware that sometimes some episodes will be very focused on one thing with the last episode. Disney, we spoke a lot about and things like that, and corporations and stuff. And this time we spoke a lot about politics and stuff, but it's just like like we say, it's just what is on our mind and what we want to talk about. An Englishman, an Irishman, and a Welshman have a conversation. What next? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And uh, I think, lads, on that note, we should start to uh, wind things down. And on that bombshell, it's time to end the show. Yeah, so uh, good one today, lads. Well, yeah, well, I thank you for listening, because obviously, like, obviously we'd be doing this either way, whether you were listening or not. But, we but it's nice to have people listening. Yeah. And it's nice to have people who feed back and who take an interest in what we're doing. It's lovely to know the people are out there who actually... Give a shit about what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't even have to care. Just that if we make you laugh, if we make you laugh for five minutes, or just make, make you sh- think, or yeah, pers- oh, you gain a perspective that you didn't think we provoke you in any way. We are happy with that. Yes. So thank uh, you. Also, I don't know. We probably will get absolutely nothing from this, but if by any chance you have a topic that you think we should talk about, or any questions you want answered incorrectly by us <laughs> you just let us know yeah. or even if you want to call us out on something and say actually what you, you said wrong. was wrong or I disagree with that oh, we, we would love argue. to hear that yeah. we, we can, we can argue with that. each other I mean if someone we'd love it if someone said oh listen I don't necessarily agree with that we'd, we'd argue the toss with each other yeah, we've 100%. turned around at the end of podcasts and gone you know what I actually agree with you the whole time there yeah. but just for the sake of argument you know we ha- we wanted to give different opinions and we're nearly murdered each other yeah, <laughs> yeah we it? just wanted to open things up but no again we're, we are going to get to the end we're going to stop worrying you but thank you very much yeah. we really appreciate it at School Groove follow us on Twitter and Instagram see you there see you later you bunch of fuckers